Hi there, I'm Stan Baker, one of the hosts of Circle Forum, along with Shelley Steele and Steve Young. In this episode, we discuss the fascinating world of education in Ontario, where teacher contracts have been a hot topic. We're diving deep into the impact of not having a teacher contract on school dynamics. Listening again, I really enjoyed learning about the innate adversarial relationship that often arises between administration and teachers during contract disputes. And I think learning and understanding more about this topic is crucial because it can help you navigate these challenges more effectively in your own educational journey. If you're currently facing the challenges of an unsettled contract situation, then this episode is for you because it can help you gain insights into the dynamics at play and provide strategies to nurture positive relationships. Some of the main topics we'll be covering include the impact of contract disputes on relationships within schools, the role of communication and understanding during uncertain times, and strategies to navigate adversity and maintain a sense of community. At the end of this episode, be sure to visit our website, www.restorative.ca, where you can find lots of free restorative resources. And if you enjoy this episode, be sure to subscribe on YouTube. Now let's head over to this discussion with Shelley, Steve, and me, Stan. Education in the news, certainly in Ontario, Ontario teachers have been a year without a contract, and that makes a difference to how things go in schools, especially for startups. Let's talk about our experiences with being in a school when there's a contract situation where things have not been settled. I've been on both sides of the fence as a teacher. I remember being out on strike, actually and work to rule. And then as an administrator, being on the other side, as my teachers were out and all workers at that point. So when the teachers are on work to rule or strike, it changes the dynamic of the relationship between the adults in the building to each other and the adults in the building to the staff, to the students and to the parents. Yeah, there's an innate adversarial relationship that's almost automatically set up isn't there between administration or management and teachers even if people don't want that to happen it just goes along with that process and that really speaks to the power of the relationships that need to be nurtured as we we go along for when times do get tough like that but these are the same people we knew last week when we weren't in this kind of adversarial situation and i think it this is a good time to focus on a fair process because if the rules of engagement have changed, then I think it's important to make sure that everybody understands, look, this is the reason that we have to do things this way now without any extracurricular activities or with work to rule or with a strike, whatever it happens to be, explaining the changes in the rule by engaging people in conversations and saying, look, here are the rules that we have to play by. This is a province-wide situation. If we run into problems, let's decide here's how we're going to work on things at our school. Keeping in mind that we have to follow the rules that the unions are setting in place, that the administration is setting in place, but it really puts a strain on the adult relationships in the building. And what kind of an impact does that have on the kids? You're right. Between the adults in the building, there, in any union, there's people that are all, the, we call them union people who live and breathe by the rules of the union and those who disagree with the rules of the union and struggle following those rules and sometimes don't always follow the rules. And that causes a rift between the adults. And when it's 
when you got kids at home, when, when mom and dad are fighting, the kids realize it and they know what's going on. It's the same with the adults in school. If they're not getting along, if they're disagreeing and they're having problems, most are professionals. They keep it out of the classroom. But the kids are pretty wise. They perceive that something's going on. And honestly, between the two forms of job action, work to rule or strike, work to rule is many times worse in terms of keeping relationships positive and flowing because people struggle with those rules. And an edict will come down from someplace saying you can only do this or this. And teachers are never quite sure. Does that mean I can, you know, if I have to call a parent, I can't call them on my own time because that's against the rules, but when do I call them? So there's all this interpretation going on and it does lead to less communication. There's no question in a work to rule situation, there's a lot less communication between school and home. And even with the kids, like kids will say, can I stay in and do some work? No, you can't because I can't be here to watch you against the rules for me to sit in the classroom and supervise you. So it does get really dicey, and it's the teachers that disagree with those union rules that really struggle with it the most. Not the ones that agree with it, the ones that interpret it and live and breathe by the union rules, they're fine. I think going back to what Stan has said about fair process, when you think about what you just what Steve has just said, again, the redu reduced communication, misinterpretation, all those pieces, and if the adults are struggling with that, you can imagine what the kids and then the layer away from that, the parents, if they're not receiving as clear information as they can have, how, how that really impacts the relationship. So going back to that, and again, a fair process says we may not have all the information. We may not get what we want, but we know we can get what we need as far as information and we can give voice to it as well. And I think just explaining the situation to parents, for example, to say, look, because of where things are at with work right now, here's what I am able to do and here's what I'm not able to do. I hope that you understand this isn't something that's long-term, but here are the rules that we have to uh, communicate by uh, right now. These are the changes. And yeah, it, it makes it uh, challenging. So the focus on relationships, I think, makes it even more important to have good relationships with the adults in the building during times where it's a bit more stressful. If you think about the most stressful time we've had in the last five years, it's the COVID experience and what that did to us as individuals and what that did to us uh, on staff. Um, we had a common thing to uh, work against and there was a lot of collaboration and cooperation that otherwise never would have happened. We had contracts that were signed like lickety split because everybody recognized the nature of the concern that was going on. And if we could take a little bit of that feeling of common collective response to the problem is over there, let's work at addressing the problem as opposed to making the principal the problem or the union steward the problem. I think from the administrator standpoint, even administrators as managers, we're in the building during that lot of stuff. We struggled too, because we're not sure of the rules and what we can do and when we can communicate. It, it's a really stressful time, as you say, Stan. And as I said before, the kids see it. They feel it and they know it. And for a large part of those kids, when teachers are work to rule, there's no teams, there's no clubs, there's no extracurriculars, I'm not coming to school. It's not as exciting as it was. There's nothing there for me. And it does affect the attendance. There's no question. I think if we can be always be mindful that when 
this contract is signed or whatever the next contract or issue is, that these are the same people we're going to be working with. It's just like what we tell the kids, this is going to be your community and you may not be buddies, you know, if they've had to sort out a conflict, but you're going to need to be together and be respectful to each other. So it's that same sort of thing when this is signed on a Friday, Monday, we're back there. And these are the people you still have to have relationships work and work with in a positive manner to do the best for the kids. So to be mindful of that as you go through that, these will be the people you continue to work with. I like that word mindful and intentional, that you're intentional about making sure these relationships uh, stay positive within the new rules, whatever those new rules happen to be, while you're in this time of uncertainty and collective bargaining. So we're left with a compelling question. How do we maintain strong relationships when faced with the challenges of unresolved contracts and labor disputes in our schools? The impact on adults is palpable, and it undoubtedly trickles down to our students. But here's the challenge. It's easy to blame circumstances, but it's far more profound to take charge of our actions and our reactions. Relationships are the cornerstone of education, and they require continuous nurturing, especially when tested. Let's pledge to be mindful and intentional, as Shelley wisely put it. Even when the contracts are signed, these are the people we'll continue working with. The kids are watching, learning from how we handle adversity. Visit www.restorative.ca for more resources. Thanks for tuning in to Circle Forum. Don't forget to subscribe. And until next time, let's embrace the challenge of building resilient relationships in our ever-evolving educational landscape. Mm-hmm.